Welcome to Keiko Talks, the weekly podcast where conversations about life, hot topics, mental health, and more take center stage. We are your hosts, Caitlin and Courtney Geiger. Together, we explore thought-provoking discussions with an ambient vibe that inspires open and honest dialogue. So sit back, relax, and join us for some insightful conversation that will leave you feeling informed and inspired. Hey everybody, welcome back to Keiko Talks. Tonight we are doing a very special episode. I'm so excited. We are solving celebrity PR crises. Are you ready to get into it? Pretty excited because I'm very passionate about this. I just got a couple yes, on my we, list that I'm very this, passionate about. Yes, this came up as a, we were just talking about celebs in general and Caitlin was expressing some of her genuine concerns, concerns. about somebody's celebrities. And I was like, mm-hmm. this needs to be a podcast because we can, we can solve some PR crisis. Like we they need to hire it. us. Call your girl. <laughs> Call your girl. Okay. Emails in the description. Call me. Yes. Email. Let us know. Mm-hmm. We can you come up with a whole strategy for you. marketing manager. Here mm-hmm. I am. <laughs> for the low, low for. fee of how much? How much we charging? It ain't gonna be low. I mean, this is pristine managing. Okay, <laughs> top tier. It's not gonna be low. It's not gonna be low. Mm-mm. Some of y'all need a but whole need overhaul. <laughs> mm-hmm. Some of these on these lists we gonna discuss today, it's gonna cost y'all a lot of money. It really mm-hmm. is. It's gonna be a hefty cost because y'all really need some help. Absolutely. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, who is our first celebrity? I think we got to start out with the one and only Chloe Bailey, because <laughs> Jesus Christ, nothing gets more under my skin than Miss Chloe Bailey. So disclaimer, I'm going to put this out here. So Kiki Palmer, right, back in the day was really not, she needed a PR um, adjusting back Switch then, around. right? But mm-hmm. she's gotten it together. Mama is looking good. Body banging these days since baby boy Leotis and into the world. She yep. really, well, I would say for the last couple of years, I, I guess I just didn't give her her credit. But she's mm. calmed down. She's more mature, more poised. Um, she's moving in her lane. I, I'm here for it. Yeah, I'm here for it. You know, Kiki. Chloe is old Kiki now. Mm. You know, she mm. has been replaced. And um, <clears throat> the problem is Chloe is a protege of Beyonce. And it's not giving protege. It's giving... Um, Confused. Confused is giving, um, I'm trying to be something I'm not. (laughs) It's giving, I'm trying to be Beyonce, but not Beyonce because I'm not here being almost a prostitute. Excuse my French. (laughs) So it's just, (laughs) it's just like, oh, Chloe, Chloe, Chloe. And the thing is, then you have, you know, Hallie. Love Hallie, the angel from God himself, right? It's just, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Hallie, don't come at us for this, okay? Because she does like to tussle with the girls for her sister. Tussle, tussle with the girls. <laughs> she like to tussle now. She uh, Disclaimer, it's not that we don't think that these, these celebrities are talented. I want to, like, put that agreed, out there. It's agreed. not about, like, questioning their talent. We think that there are strategic moves and kind of more... Um, Ways they could define themselves better as artists in the yeah. public. That's really what we're trying to say here. Because I don't, want, I don't want this coming up 10 years later, you know, when I'm trying to get my career on and popping. Mm-hmm. And Chloe's going to be like, girl, you said. And I'm like, mm, hold on up. <laughs> oh, you just there are, we just think there's Jake some adjustments that could be. Yeah, we just think there's some adjustments that could be made. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I really yes. think like. 
<clears throat> which I think part of it is like, okay, the artist does do what they want to do. Cool. But, mm-hmm. um, as somebody who's marketing this artist, cause you, that's what you end up doing as an art in, enters the, um, the public space, the public space, right? You are ultimately marketing who they are as an individual. So it's important yeah. to market them in a in a space where they will also be received because that is how you get your coins, you know? Mm-hmm. Not saying it has to be solely based off of that, but it it I think it does t- say a lot um for who is successful and who's not successful in that. I think we're not just yeah, we're not just buying into the music. We also are unfortunately and I don't even like this model but we also are buying into the person like the person is a brand so um yeah I think those should probably coincide or at least have some sort of symbiotic relationship not saying that everything has to be like cookie cutter and clean and just have this wholesome image or whatever but I do think that if you're gonna put your work out there especially probably as a musician um it is important to make sure that those your music and your brand i guess meld For if sure. you're going to enter the so, industry and sell yourself that way that's what you're doing you know? oh absolutely so what about like chloe I, I mean i have my opinions but what about chloe makes you say that Cringe. she's a, a, a little bit pr um <laughs> yeah a pr just a pr shift really um i revamp. think right now Not even yeah revamp. A revamp. <laughs> we need to start from zero <laughs> we need to start um, over. i think what has gotten thrown people off so much is the hard hard pivot she did from kind of mm-hmm. this like indie songstress with her sister good girl to this, like yeah kind of good girl you know and which i understand you grow up you shift you change and like you need to you can shake off certain personas right because th- those things happen to all women we all grow up and we evolve and we become sure. these other sort of being or we explore more things right that's not even mm-hmm. uncommon i think her hard what's really throws people is the hard hard pivot she did away from that to this kind of like sex pot and it's not it's not like sensual in the sense of like a beyonce or even like a classic more classic like marilyn monroe or um people who kind of like leave something to be desired i think she just went straight to like sex and almost explicit in some ways and I think that was that's never really the right move unless you're doing unless you really are like in the adult industry or something you know what I mean so that's what I think because I think it distracts from the music you know it's like she's like uh putting her uh sex sexual energy out there um and you know it's hard to it's hard to totally critique that because it in a way it can be empowering to women to do that but I just think that the way she's going about it I don't know if it's necessarily empower it's like this line between just explicit and empowering to me you know yeah no I definitely think that it's like murky because it's like she and I like you said I think there is a a point where an artist goes through like liberation right I'm no longer under my parents hold I'm no longer a kid anymore I want to do what I want to do okay cool but it's just like the way is very raunchy. It's like extremely raunchy. Like, you know, I expect things like that from like Cardi B because Cardi B has always been that way. Okay. Cardi yeah. lives that life. She's been, you know, a stripper and things like that. So that's a part of who she is. Um, She's but, also doing hardcore hip hop. I think hip hop yeah. as, as a genre has, there's already a precedent set by people like Little Kim. 
and mm-hmm. other rappers with more that like I don't even say gangster, but kind of like there's that is already seen as a very raunchy uh, mm-hmm. genre, and music. there's already like a a certain like look for that, you know. Mm-hmm. And I don't think I don't think Miss Bailey hits the mark. <laughs> no fans. Yeah, you know. I mean, I was I mean, honestly. I think they also live that lifestyle. The people who are notoriously known for that life, they have literally lived that lifestyle. That's why it, oh, yeah. it's more fitting. It fits, and it feels more authentic to them. You know, and we have our critiques about that lifestyle too. But like, I just think you know, Chloe's really trying to step into R and B space because she sings. She's not a rapper, so I think she's stepping into R and B, and R and B is also historically known for. Implying rather than stating explicitly, right? Like R and B is all about innuendo, and it's all about a feeling and soul. And I think that is a different way to experience sexuality and sensuality than just explicit kind of, you know, talking about your pee and the things you're doing, and like all. And you know, that I just think like, I don't know. Yeah, that's what I think. But really, honestly, I think people are getting tired of even the the hip hop girlies who are going so explicit. People are really looking to to pivot just away from even the kind of explicitness of that, too. I've noticed people are like, I do not want to see another behind on my Instagram feed. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, that's me. <laughs> like, I, yeah, I just, I'm, I'm, I'm not hardcore pivoting away from that. Yeah, Very there's like nothing, nothing interested, like to the point where I'm literally like, it's oversaturated. It is. And I mean, they, all the butts are looking the same. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I don't know. Yeah. It's a like, butt it's, is a cool. butt is a butt. it's like a little bit more cool to honestly, frankly, in my opinion, to be more modest now. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's like the, the and cool I can thing support. Yeah. I support people who I really feel like have an artistry and a skill to bring forth. And I'm not saying that these, there's not a skill in their work, but it's like people who I know are really like studied, have really like, discipline and really do this and they do it from a craft place not so much a celebrity place you know what i mean which i think that's what's disappointing is because as beyonce's protege you would think that you did some research to know that and it's just like how did we miss the mark like i I mean yesterday i did a basic search of beyonce's album so you had her original her first album which was dangerously in love Mm -hmm. you had her second album b-day you had um what's the next one um what's the next album sasha fierce i am sasha fierce sasha fierce yep i am sasha for fierce then i think she had was, was it four beyonce, and then yeah. beyonce yeah i think it was four and then beyonce i think it was four and then beyonce right she had and a gradual build up to being a slightly more raunchy in a very like seductive way even when you saw her like music videos and in a tour, she always did it like in a very like dark room and you kind of just saw like the shadow, you know what I mean? Um, and it was in like a very sensual, sexy way, you know what I mean? It wasn't like she was over here humping chairs and floors and slapping and mannequins and slapping, you know, your lady bits and things like that. And to, if you wanted, like, if Cardi B did that, I'd be like, okay, Cardi, I see where you're going, you know. But, like, mm-hmm. Chloe, like, dang, girl. Yeah. It's just I was really put off by that video that she, and that it was released a year ago. I had never seen it. But that video she made, I just saw the Instagram. Both of them, before. though. Oh, yeah, I was really interesting. I was just put off by the movements she was making. It wasn't even that the song was just so horrible. I was like, 
I don't know what you're trying to tell. Like, are you trying to, it felt a little too explicit. Like, and I, I never, I, I never say stuff like that. <laughs> Because I'm not the type, I'm not the one to be talking about what is explicit or not. I, you know, I like put adult stuff in my work all the time, but I I just think there's always a way you do it and a reason you do it. You know what I mean? And I feel like, I feel like Chloe's reasons for doing it are just to like sit at the cool table with like the cool kids or like be like a part of the industry trends. And I'm like, what really bought people in is because you were not the trend. (laughs) You know what I mean? So I don't know. Yeah, and I think the thing is too, like, because her and her sister are known for a specific look and um, style of music, then mm-hmm. I, the, unfortunately, that follows, you know, them in their their separate endeavors too. So it it was just a really, 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 really hard pivot, you know, like because even you can say like Beyonce, for example, Beyonce and Destiny's Child did like cater to you, so it was like plausible. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was already plausible. Like, Cater to You is very, like, um, it just kind of, like, subliminally hits on some, like, catering, some things that could lead to, like, um, sexual endeavors and things like that, right? Mm-hmm. So that wasn't, like, far-fetched. You know what I mean? And then she also, like, built up her personal career to get to that point. Yeah. And Beyonce ain't never come out explicitly and just be like, X, Y, Z. You know what I'm saying? Even yeah. in her performance, she don't ever just come out. If anything, Beyonce is very, like, quirky and, like, tries to do something that, like, makes fun of something, if anything. Mm -hmm. Um, Other than, like, her Beyonce album. But that was very, like, the mystery. Yep. So it's just, just like, Chloe, whoever your PR manager is, fired. (laughs) Okay? Fired. Fired, 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 What can we do to correct or shift? What do you think we could do to to shift her a revamp a, a manager revamp I think some of and her I clothing think- choices I think we gotta cut all that explicit choreography in the videos and the lyrical content needs to be shifted as well I don't even think it has bit. to be cut. I just think there could be a more tasteful way of doing it. You know what I mean? So like um well maybe I'm like saying cut she- the super explicit stuff but revamp mm-hmm. it Got it. Okay, I see, I see. That's fair. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I definitely think that could be... Maybe I'm just getting old. Am I conservative? Yeah, that's what I'm like. Maybe we're getting conservative. Well, I think we're just like... <laughs> I think we're exhausted by the... It's like over... Um, saturated with that. It's oversaturated with that kind of almost like porny type stuff. Like, it's, yeah. we're oversaturated with explicitness that like really at this point to be more modest or to be more conservative is more... That's what's unique now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like this stuff used to be on edge, but it's so like normalized now. It's like, like I said, mm-hmm. there was this point in time I was like, I'm scrolling through Twitter and all I'm seeing is pe- random people's behinds, especially like festival mm-hmm. season with Coachella. I was like, oh, yeah. I just seen eight white girls behinds and you know, they love your body, love whatever. But I just feel like there's a way to love your body and like, you don't have to do all that. You don't have to do all that. And I, and I, I don't want to tell people I do not want to see, come off like slut shamey or like, oh, you shouldn't no, no. be able to be as expressive as you want to be. You can be as expressive as you want to be. I just think you got to know, like, there's to me, there needs to be a reason why you're doing it. If I'm going to get less than clothed or naked or whatever, and, you know, you see my artwork, like. I mean, I see how you dress. <laughs> you you know see how I, I dress, so. but the reality is, like, when I put that out publicly, there's a distinct reason and there's a distinct critique and there's a reason I'm doing it or else I don't do it. 
You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And I think that like they're I, I think part of it is people sometimes get lost because it's like, oh, everybody else is doing this, so I should do it. And yeah. because it's just, there's this movement of body positivity, it's like, oh, well, I should do it too to be body positive. But you can be pos- body positive and be more on the conservative end or the more mystery side of dressing. That's okay. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that's what we're trying to say. And so it's and just, just do it for, to see Only if you're doing it for a trend. Yeah, yeah, and it's just like, odd to see Chloe do it because it seems more like it's a trend or this is what the, the community of music wants, right? And it's mm-hmm. like, no, you can stay true to you can stay true to you. Mm-hmm. You can. Yeah. Again, disclaimer: we're not trying to body shame anybody. If you want to walk outside butt naked, whatever go legal ramifications, go ahead. Nobody's telling you that your body is not beautiful, and that if you want to wear, you know, the behindless chops at the festival. The little chaps people were doing where they would wear the underwear and it was like basically a thong and they had little chaps with it. Mm-hmm. I saw that all on my timeline last year. If you want to do that, oh, yeah. I'm not saying you shouldn't do that. I'm just saying if it becomes 85 people are doing it or like 8,500 people are doing it and you got to join in with the crowd, even if it's not something you is necessarily your personal like style or aesthetic, then it's like, what is this for? You know what I mean? No, seriously. I and I, I think that like that's what makes it awkward or weird. It's like because it's like that that's not really it doesn't a feel workout. authentic. Yeah, it doesn't feel <laughs> authentic. Like, oh, okay. You're really forcing it, you know. Yeah. Really forcing it. But yeah, okay. That's how I was all so Chloe, Chloe's PR prize. And Hallie, please refer us to your sister. Chloe, if you're listening, I can help you, girl. I got you. Yeah. Okay? And I would make her I'll next album a little more acoustic. I would get away from hip hop. I'd make her next album a little more acoustic. Honestly, I think like more indie. I think that's like really their vibe, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. I like their indie. I mean, I didn't like listen to it on like repeat or anything, but like I fought with the indie. Exactly. Yeah, that's what I. That's what I think about Chloe. I think she, her right, stuff is really just image based. Yeah, agreed. All right, who else? Who would you like to talk about? Um, who else is on the list for the crises? Um, got, should we talk about Ja? Yeah, let's talk about Ja Morant. All right, Ja Morant. I'm not gonna um, lie, I don't know too much about my guy except for he played basketball. He in the NBA. He from something South Carolina, and he keep going on with these guns, right? So, Ja on Instagram after he's already said he's been suspended once. I thought twice, and, twice. and then he got suspended yeah. again. I don't know if he's for has he been thing. permanently. Yeah, has he been permanently suspended? I think for the season, maybe. I don't know. I don't really know how it works. I don't know. But he's been suspended again. Anyways, he's about to fumble the bag, which is like a two hundred oh, million dollar bag, sure. a major bag. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's, and then he's really good notoriety. At it, apparently, I yeah. think he was apparently definitely like really primed. Good. Yeah, he's probably primed to be kind of in that Dwayne Wade, uh, mm-hmm. you LeBron know, James. LeBron James. Uh, who else is a really famous Kevin Durant space like that kind of like superstar space? I think that's where he was kind of primed to be. Um, so obviously we know what the issue is. Stop flashing guns on the internet. Okay. (laughs) And then, but the deeper issue here is stop hanging out with people who would let you flash guns on the internet. Okay. And fumble a bag. Stop hanging out with people who have more to lose than you. That's a life lesson we all can take from this. I asked a question. Like I have less to lose than um, you. Sorry. I asked somebody the question. I was like, is it, is it jars or is his, his friends? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And 
I think it's uh, both like job, like, okay, why do you need a gun? Seriously? What do you need a gun with? And if it's really an issue with who you're hanging around or you don't feel safe, maybe not hang around them. I mean, you can be hanging out with millionaires, billionaires right now, getting you your next deal. And you over here worried about, you know, cuzzo from whoever's town Pookie with a gun. Right, right. Like, sir, come come on. We do not need to hang out with Pookie and Ray Ray. <laughs> you don't. This is really telling so me that he does not like a, have any kind of PR team. Like, I don't think he has anybody saying anything about how he presents himself to the public, which is why he's doing this. I disagree. I think he may have a PR team, but he is one of those people that's young and just being like, oh, well, I have it. So it's just not going to go anywhere. And it's like a given. And so the thing is about being in, in situations where you need other people to make you successful, um, they will easily, and especially as an African, but they will take that away in a day. So mm-hmm. if you, the part of it is when you're into enter into those spaces, you got to present how they want you to present. And at the end of the day, as a basketball player, you represent the league, you represent that team, you represent, represent basketball as a whole, everything. You know what I mean? So you have to abide by their rules. You signed a contract and they can take that away from you too. Exactly. I'm not, you know, we don't want to advocate tap dancing for, you know, these white entities. Okay. We're not saying that, but there is a way you conduct yourself. And the truth is, even if the team owner was black and this was a black team, like they would have rules. Okay. There's like certain things that you just, when you, you step into a certain space, you represent said space. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Um, and you represent yourself, too, in that space, which is why it's important, I think, before you get into those kinds of spaces to have a very clear identity with who you are so that, you know, when you step in here, you're like, this is what I bring. This is how I offer it. And this is what I stay true to. And I'm not going to waver from that image. You know what I mean? I think that that's important. But yeah. obviously, they're so young that, like, they're plucking these, you know, these young people straight out of college and stuff. And it's like... There, and then sometimes, you know, they just, they skated on into college too. So like, mm-hmm. it's just like, you or don't they really. they forced their way through. Or yeah, like they, they I, got I don't think, I think he only did a year in college and then he got out and he Which is not enough pro. time to develop into the kind of well-rounded, well-being, like what individual that college molds you into. Sorry. One that. time, one, time, one year is not enough. Yeah, no, I, I think he's only 23. And to be honest, because he, I think he, it was like projected for him to kind of do that. Um, do she like the perimeters of the NBA? Yeah, and I, I think that it was just kind of like, I just got to get through this so I can go pro, you know? Yeah, which is unfortunate because you should college I regardless of his managers. I don't know. I think so. Whoever they are, if they are, it's not doing it. But, um, yeah. And I'm not it just saying, seems I mean, like he, just, he just doesn't seem like he has anything to grasp, lose. Like he or not. yeah, he's like seems like he doesn't grasp the concept of like what's happening to him. I mean, people, yeah, people kill for those opportunities, kill for those opportunities. Okay, and you have been blessed with the talent and the right people and the whatever to make that happen for yourself. Okay, and um. And as, like, the public, you just kind of, like, see it slipping away. <laughs> oh, yeah, you know? definitely. The public is just like, what are you doing? You know, and, and behind behind who? Because the, the thing is, I can see if, you know, your cousins and your buddies were somehow making you $500 million versus the NBA contract, which was 200 Okay. But they don't have anything to offer you. Mm-hmm. You, they literally have nothing to lose. They're relying on you, if anything. Yeah. I be I will be damned. You catch me going back 
somewhere I came from. No offense. You know, I mean, I will give back in different ways, but I'm going to go through the proper charity type channels. I'm not about to be riding around in cars with you. Not doing that. We're not, we're not like. No, seriously. Yeah. I hate to say it, but he elevated out of that lifestyle in some ways. Yeah, And I don't look at, that's what I'm confused about. Like, did he even live that lifestyle? I don't know. Did in the he? first place? That's what Maybe I'm like confused about. Like, I haven't really done like major research on him or anything to know, but it's just kind of like, I don't, I don't think he came from that. That type of lifestyle. From so maybe he's just trying to flex and like he sees it as like it's like trying to be part of the cool I think kids so. in a weird way, kind of like Chloe, like trying to be part of the cool kids. Mm-hmm. Or he feels like that's cool, but I'm like, mm, there's a reason people leave the hood, bro, or they leave that lifestyle. Mm-hmm. That's weird to me. No, for real. And I but, think also too, like especially if he did not come from that lifestyle. You are flexing to have or to perpetuate that you're from that lifestyle. When people in that real lifestyle actually most of the time want to get out at some point or another. Like it's not cute. And you have an out and you still do that. It's just weird. That's weird to me. I'll be damned if I let a contract like that go by me. I would hope that my family would get me together real quick and be like, what are you doing? That's what I'm saying. Like, okay, so he's (laughs) made it in the league. He's making all this money. It's like he just feels like he can just do whatever. But you can't. Like, I think you can start doing whatever when you really know that the money that you're making is yours and you is yours to lose or gain. But you're I mean, relying. He's already got that. No, but I'm saying at this point, he's relying on this institution, the NBA, to be the funder for mm, this. You know what I mean? When you, mm. you know, a LeBron James. OK, LeBron James can act crazy and kind of rebound. He's not that status in his life. And he don't. You know? I don't think I've ever seen saying, LeBron he does in a negative he does light. It. Yeah, he and doesn't even for is he doesn't. He doesn't go around. I, and crazy. It's something simple like cheating scandals and stuff like that. I don't think I've ever, yeah. ever. And most of his other colleagues be valid. have that stuff. So, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, I think that um. You know, you can play around more when you have enough leverage and money to to do these things on your own. But right now, you know, you're relying on the NBA to make these things happen for you. And that's where he's at in his life and his career. He should be there in his career. That's where he's at, you know, like working with these organizations. But I don't know. I just, you fumble. You're fumbling the back. And I'm like, who, No, I guess nobody is talking critically to this young man. I guess not. Because he seems to not really Honestly, have can't a. Be. I'm not, yeah, I'm trying to think. He, like, I just how how do we get? How did I mean the first time? Okay, uh oh. But the second time is like, who and I think they really were on your side, sir. They were within yeah, weeks of like each a, other. It really was. It wasn't even like a. It was like no change behavior. Mm-hmm. Like you didn't learn your lesson at all. Which at that point I'm like, you know what? If that's if this is the lesson you have to learn in your life, then this is what it has to be. Like I don't, I, I sort of don't me feel personally, bad too I don't much, think he, but well, I don't at all. I, I think at this point, it just seems like he is going to have to get it now, or he's going to keep going down this path of of reaping the repercussions of his actions until it's no longer the opportunities there. The thing is, he's really good, so I think they will give him more opportunities. Um, from what I from what I've been told, 
But I, I think that they will continue to give him more opportunities. Um, and especially if he's just, these are just thrown at him and he just knows that he's so good and he'll never have to go anywhere at one point or another. It'll be like, oh, well, you gotta go. They don't get tired. But no matter how good it. you are, no matter how good you are, people don't want to put up with shit. I don't care what anybody says. You can be amazingly uh, talented. People, well, there's only some. Yeah. There's so much people will put up with until they're just like, you know what? Yeah, you are talented, but you obviously don't want it. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah, no. They can just find somebody else that's really good. Exactly. That's <laughs> really? I'm like, and to be honest, yeah. no offense, John Morant. Like, there's always gonna be some kid coming up out of nowhere who is mm-hmm. who can do what you can do and more. That's mm-hmm. how that's how this works. You know. Um, you just find the next best athlete. To find the next best athlete who's like right neck and neck with you. So I just like. And then I mean, kids are coming in constantly, left and right. You know what I mean? So it's not exactly. like. They don't have their options of picking. Like, they are they don't have the pickings. You know, it's in their hands. Exactly. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I really hope he gets it together because I think that he could have a promising career. But, it, I mean, the way that he's going is looking very shaky. Yeah. How would you revamp him? What would you do? I would have him. I think. First off, you got to cut them friends or whatever. That lifestyle. Yeah, we're going to have to clean You got to cut that. Yeah. You got to mm-hmm. cut that. And then you need. I think he needs to make some sort of public apology, and and then I think he also needs to do some sort of like anti gun, um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> charity work, some sort of donation, something. And he needs mm-hmm. to really sit down. And he needs to be. He needs to like basically be put in what college gives you, which is you go to your you go to work, you do homework, and you go home. Like he needs to be in that mm-hmm. kind of schedule. Yeah, no, you know I, I think mean, like, unfortunately like he kind of needs like a little babysitter or something, you know. Apparently, no, I definitely think some type of like support and like gun reform would be appreciated, um, and some sort of like apology would be appreciated. I think also what would be really helpful is apologize to the um, NBA too. Yeah, I think he needs to apologize to even his fans and things like that too, because it's like. You were showing kids that this is okay as well. And these kids support yeah. you. And kids, um, and we know but gun violence is a major issue in the United States. So, mm-hmm. so that's not something to be taken lightly. But yeah. I think also, too, I think he just needs a revamp in the sense of like, you know what? If you're going to be in this, you need to market yourself in a way to get deals outside of basketball because basketball is not going to be forever. Um, so pivoting the, like it's a, you say you're in the league for 20 years you have to be actively working in those 20 years to make something else for yourself because at some point that's going to stop that career does not go on forever so it's up mm-hmm. to you and your team to make that happen so I think shifting it from the focus of like oh you're just a basketball player right now and shifting it to like you are more than a basketball player after you finish playing basketball yeah maybe that could help him most definitely and somebody needs to, I, this is really a parent job, but somebody needs to, I, it's not about raising, but he, he he needs to learn to take something seriously. Because I feel like he's like living life, not taking certain things seriously. It's like, this is the opportunity people work for and slave for and work very hard for in their lives. And you're really not taking this as a- Fumbling in the bag. <laughs> yeah, you're, this is not, it has no severity to it for you, you know? And it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, that's I hate true. to see it. He really do, because, I mean, it's like I said, from what I hear, he's a really good player, you know what I mean? And he yeah. could be, you know, LeBron is, I'm pretty sure, going to be retiring in probably the next, like, 10 years. 
Yeah. Um, and so a lot of the old players who we have known as like the major um, players of the league are fading out now. They're getting older. They're going to have to go find other avenues. So this is the perfect time for him to get it together to make that, to make it his scene, you know? Exactly. Um, but this is not helping. This is just not helping. This is not helping. He's he's cutting mm-hmm. himself off before he even gets in the door. So Yeah, seriously. And I don't think he's been in that long. I think he's only been in for like a couple of years. Yeah. If I was his mom, I would be pulling him aside so freaking fast. Anybody close to him, I would family. be like, you have got to do better, buddy. Got to. I hope that, you know, I just hope my family always holds me accountable for the things I do we'll in my do. life. If nobody no, well, does, I will. If nobody does, Caitlin will definitely. Nobody don't does. have to worry about that, okay? Uh-huh. Like, and I will also be your okay, What are you doing? <laughs> what did you say? You look. Get over here. Crazy. <laughs> Take take it off. <laughs> no. <laughs> we are going to the Oscars. Get rid of it. <laughs> exactly. Throw the whole outfit away. As a matter of fact, the whole body right now. I'm frustrated. I'm frustrated. <laughs> this is. So I didn't raise you like this. <laughs> That's the one right now that always gets you. I did not raise not you to raise you like this. This is just trifling. Get over here. Exactly. <laughs> right now. Where I beat your butt. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, Who's no, our next celebrity? All right. We got, um, how are we feeling about Britney Spears? Um, oof, this one's a touchy one. This was Truly. a touchy one because people are really out here fighting for Britney tooth and nail. Mm-hmm. Um, Which I understand I mean, why I think the girl deserves her rights, but the rights to not be on social media. Because the things that I'm seeing are just like, maybe, yeah. I don't know if, 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 if daddy if, was right. <laughs> if he was wrong. Yeah, he was not oh, wrong. Yeah, yeah um, I think she got married recently, did she not? I think she yeah, got married to somebody yeah. recently. Mm-hmm. But I don't think she has her kids. I don't think so. Okay. I think there there was some truth to that conservatorship. No offense. <laughs> Say oh what God. you want. I think there was don't some tussle truth. With us. Don't tussle with us. <laughs> but the <laughs> way, I mean, it's just this sort of erratic behavior, yeah, behavior. that happens and she posted on the internet. And I'm like, I'm not sure if, like, I almost want to think that this is satirical and sort of like ironic and like, She's so serious. Look at this, like, craziness, but I don't know if it's, it's like that line between, I don't, I don't so. know. It's like, who do I call? Do I mm-hmm. laugh or do I call the cops? You know what I'm saying? I like, I don't know what else to do. Yeah. <laughs> just roll. You don't know what else to do. So you're like, well, okay, Brittany, got mm-hmm. her free, I guess. But, um, yeah. 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 And she, ha- it's yeah. not like she's made music or anything or that she's like mm-hmm. on tour or anything. It's like, she just kind of posts random like the- things and. Maybe, and I was thinking, maybe she just needs time to heal. You know what I mean? Like, because she was in that conservatorship for a very, very, very long time. And apparently that started because she had like a mental break, right? So maybe yeah. she's still like, sometimes people don't come back from a mental break. So maybe it could be that, you know? But I guess my, because I, I th- do think it's important for people to have their freedom. Even in a conservatorship, it should not be to the point where you're controlling every aspect of their life. But it does make sense why they did not want her posting on social media. I'm not going to lie. Because if yeah. this is what was going, if this is the content we're getting, I can see how that looks very interesting. Like Courtney said, I'm battling between concern and and concern. You know, yeah. It's, it's, to me, it's not even funny. It's just like mm, something seems off, very off, for sure. 
And another thing, too, I think is like, okay, we have to also admit like the history. Like Britney Spears is definitely mm-hmm. part of that era of exploit your kids, the Mickey oh, Mouse yeah. Club, put your kids up mm-hmm. there singing since from the time they were like eight right okay so that is definitely a part of who she is yeah she's definitely part of that like child exploitation entertainment industry world okay she was hypersexualized. we know that we know that she was like worked basically to the bone <laughs> okay and we mm-hmm. know that, that she was hounded by paparazzi she was hounded by the media she has never really been able to live a full no life as a person she never has been able to mm-hmm. you know she's always been out there that way so, yes, and that in itself is trauma-inducing and mental trauma-inducing. That is not normal. It's not okay. We should not be treating people like that, especially as children. Because that, you know, think about the majority you of the stuff was pa- happening. As a parent. Yeah. Because her parents, was- her dad is is ruthless, in my personal opinion. Like, he yeah. did not stop at any, at any point. Because, like, point. you know, it's the, same, it's the same thing like Whitney Houston, like Cash Cow and the family. So they start capitalizing off of that, you know. Um, but, you know, all this, a lot of what the trauma that was happening to Brittany was before she was 25, which is prefrontal cortex, right? Pre-prefrontal cortex, yeah. which is yeah. developmentally, like that's a part of her development, her brain development, her body development is being this like child star, right? Um, and, you know, we've seen this happen time and time again. All kinds of child stars have gone down, you know, in flames, right? Mm-hmm. I just think Britney has been able to survive it, actually. And I yeah. think in some ways, and I think this is honestly sort of just like the aftermath of kind of of that system, putting people in that system. We're just seeing it play out real time. And it's concerning. Very you know? concerning. And then when you don't have the kind of family structure that is going to be more supportive and not exploitive, it makes it very difficult to proceed. I Like we were saying, I think that level was happening with Whitney Houston, probably mm-hmm. even with people like Michael Jackson, too. Um, I think on some level, like, you know, remember when Justin Bieber was going through that whole thing? I yeah. think people like him go through it. I think like. You know, documentaries mm-hmm. come out like Brooke Shields was having issues. Like all these people were having issues because they were eight years old, like being sold and branded to the public. And like, yeah, majority of them. I mean, Demi Lovato, Demi um, Lovato, Miley Cyrus. It's like Jamie nobody Lee. really escaped that. They don't really mm-hmm. escape the level of trauma that comes with being, a, frankly, a child star. The only yeah. one who really escaped is Beyonce. And I think it's because Beyonce was the one who decided to make that happen for herself. It was a conscious decision. Yeah, and I, I think her parents did a really good job of protecting her too. Like and the good yeah. thing was her dad knew the industry, um, I think a little bit beforehand. And so he was able to navigate that with her and be like, ah, we're going to do this. We're not going to do this. And he, I think he already had a level of a little bit of, of access really to mm-hmm. mitigate that, you know, versus everybody Beyonce, else. They had to... I think Beyonce has mm-hmm. always been, uh, I think because it's self-driven a lot of times for Beyonce, even when she was a little itty bitty, it was sort of self-driven. I don't think mm-hmm. Beyonce was really necessarily a quote child star in the same way some others were. Cause Beyonce didn't really mm-hmm. get on, get on until she was about in her twenties. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I mean, know, I she was in Destiny's Child, thing. but she was a teenager by that time. And it was kind of like, yeah. 
this is what I want to do. This is how I want to, I want to do it, which is a different sort of upbringing. Yeah. And I think too, that like Beyonce stuck to music in, in its yeah. entirety. Like she didn't really like branch out as a child to get to where she wanted to go. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Versus like everybody else like, like, oh, TV we'll shows just join Disney. Yeah. We'll just join Disney to get where we want to go. And it's like, did you want that for just that child or did the child want that? And also is, um, is this really a good place conducive for that? Cause it seemed like Disney is a, a root of a lot of problems. Like a lot of people have come out and said Disney was the problem. Yeah. Even not people who are not as A-listers like the, um, you know, the girl from even Stevens, Christy Carlson Romano. I was, I was listening to her podcast a couple of times and she was just talking about, um, just being a child star and kind of how that like messes up your orientation as a child. You know what I mean? Even if you want to get into that industry, it's like it messes up your orientation, you know? Um, mm-hmm. And she was talking even with people, uh, other really famous people, like the girl from the lady who played, what's her name? Raven's best friend. That's a Raven. She had mm-hmm. the girl. Um, she had like a bunch of people we knew growing Chelsea, up. Chelsea. I don't know who she Chelsea, was. Chelsea, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, they have other people on there and they were just talking about basically being like going through this Disney, like ex Disney stars. Right. Mm-hmm. And um, I think, I think honestly, we get into it. Disney owes some people some money. <laughs> she, mm-hmm. They owe people some like therapy. They owe people and some counseling. like restitution, counseling. Disney True. owes people some money for just dragging them through the mud, <laughs> to be honest. Yeah. Even like Amanda Bynes, you know, you Amanda see Amanda Bynes, yeah. She's Lindsay Lohan. Lindsay Lohan. Mm-hmm. Like they all, all Even these like Mary child Ashley slightly. Mary Kate and Ashley. with it, but. Yeah, it's like, honestly, most of these child stars that we love, like, coming out years and years later, it's like, they were going through hell. We mm-hmm. love them, but they were going through hell, you know, um, to make it happen. And to make us happy, you know? Like, we, you know, pinpoint that as a very positive time in our lives. But that's mm-hmm. a very informative time for a kid to be going Developmental time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we think about how unhappy we are sitting at our nine-to-five jobs as adults and how miserable and like that changes our body structure that changes our Mm -hmm. health that changes our eating habits that changes everything this is a child who doesn't even know what's necessarily happening to them exactly they're just doing what they're told at that point and the demands made on performers is 10 times more than what is made on people who work nine to fives to be honest yeah for sure yeah and then you got family members like you got to do this because this mm-hmm. is what keeps our house, you know, keeps us in this house. Oh, this is what keeps it. Yeah. And it's like, it's a lot. That's a lot. So how you will know? we effectively help Brittany? Help Brittany. Okay. First things first, I'm taking her off in the internet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Goodbye. Going to Instagram. She's going to counseling. We're going to actually figure out like what is potentially wrong. I'm not saying reinstate a conservatorship because I think that's also controlling yeah, and kind of weird i'm not saying doing that but i think we're going to counseling i think we're going to figure out if there's actually a chemical something neurological going on in the brain mm-hmm. not just a so it would be a therapist as well as like a psychiatrist so we're going to go to mm-hmm. both of those people um and then we're going to like sit down and really discuss like what do you see for yourself in your career and what, are you committed to that or not and if you are committed to that then we need to be taking xyz steps to make sure that this is the appropriate way to do that you know what I mean mm-hmm. and I would have a hard conversation with her and be like I think you think the way you think you're coming off is not the way you're coming off to other people just letting you know potentially very true because I don't know if people are telling her that you know 
Yeah, I think she really needs a good support system. And I, I think part of it is also not knowing where to turn, who to trust, where to go. Um, so I think that's also another aspect of it. It's just very, the whole situation about Brittany is just really disheartening. It really is. It really it's really is. sad. Because you saw the where she was, where she was going, the potential. And then you, you literally could watch her downfall. Literally watched it. So that one gets yeah. me. And I would make sure that she, um, I would like look at Brittany as a like, how do we heal this person first? Not so much her image or her brand or whatever. Like, I'd be mm-hmm. like, I think For the sure. person, yeah. you know, you and know then, who just Ayama. Ayama. Yes. Yes. Oh, yes. yes. That's, they need to bring in a special, like, council force of Iyama mm-hmm. and every other, like, lifestyle guru out there exactly. who mm-hmm. can just get your spirit together. Exactly. Get not on my together. watch. Exactly. <laughs> not today. Not, today. not on my watch. You're yes, out of sir. order. <laughs> That's a good one, right? That's that they, is her saying. They need Oprah and Iyanla and yeah. a spear of Maya Angelou to really mm-hmm. get that together, I think. Mm-hmm. For sure. For sure. Yeah. Okay, so I think for Brittany, what I would do first is call Iyanla pants down. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. my only and one pointer <laughs> there. And <laughs> Stop posting that I will recommend, but yeah, I do think it also is shows that like that superstars don't always have everything okay. So, like, I'm not as adamant about like not posting as I am just seeking help, yeah, most definitely. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. I think Britney is more of a personal issue, like, I would be less concerned about her public image and her brand right now Mm -hmm. than just like, is Britney okay as a human being? person yeah and i think that has already been tarnished so it's like okay you know i mean she has some work to if she if she's like okay and can really move forward and she heals and gets everything together you know like personally wise i -hmm. think that there is a lot of there would be a massive uphill battle to get her like quote brand back together yeah but um but i don't think i don't think anything's impossible and she's not old so Mm. Yeah. And people, people, she is tied to nostalgia at this point. So she's always going to live in people's brains. We all know, baby, hit me one more time. We all know Britney. Her little Disney house thingy. Mickey Mouse. Yeah. Mickey Mouse clubhouse. You know, Christina Aguilera came out okay, though, on the other end of that, though. I think sometimes it it takes different personalities, too. I mean, she came out more okay. Yeah, like, but some I people think can survive Christina that. quickly pivoted, though. That's true. You're right. Like, and, and Christina's, Christina's support was, system was very different. That's probably true. Yeah, that's probably true. I think you got to have a certain kind of personality to get through that. I think so too, and I think um, the want to get through it as well is could change things. Like, if a kid's no longer interested, I think as a parent, that is a time to stop. Um, not yeah. necessarily like, I mean, obviously explore it to the extent of like, are you just giving it because it's not working out like how you want it to work out? Or are you really like, you know what? I want to just enjoy my childhood. I think that's a, a, a valid concern as a kid for the parent to listen to. Because at the end of the day, like that you're making your kid do something they don't want to do. They're going to resent you. They're going to resent the situation. And then you could make them have a mental breakdown. Seriously. Mm-hmm. So, um, 
it's, it's just really concerning. It's just really concerning. Mind you, they're in the industry full of adults who are trying to get something from them and they don't even know anything about themselves. Nothing. So their identity is linked to a character that they have to play. Mm -hmm. That's very strange. It is strange. It's a very weird way to grow up. It's really not a way to grow up, to be honest. Oh, do you think like the child um, acting industry? I first of all, I think it should be heavily, heavily regulated for one. I agree. But I also think that it should also. Do you think it should be completely not a thing? I think. Well, I think you can potentially start to devalue, not devalue, but it would limit certain artistic decisions, right? Like we couldn't have children in movies. We couldn't have children in plays. We couldn't have children in these things, right? I think, so that could limit it on that end. Um, I think, and there are some genuine performers who start out super, super young and are like, this is just what they want to do. They know, they know how to, They, you know what I mean? And I don't want to like cut that opportunity from them. So I don't think it's bad to have children in that industry. I think it is an incredibly predatory industry. It's predatory for adults. So it's certainly predatory for children. Um, so I think it could be regulated probably more and they need to do more like mental health things. And they need to make sure that the, ch- the child is able to also have a normal existence, which I think usually is the parents advocating for that kind of thing. Um and some, and it depends on like you know you hear stories about some child stars who were like yeah we had a teacher on set but you know otherwise I was playing baseball on Saturdays or I was like doing this on you know so I was still like this a kid so I I just think it's about the group of adults who are around you and like if you get uh, unfortunately an exploitive group of adults around you is going to be bad mm-hmm. even yeah. Yeah. if you're an adult like you know, to go back to Whitney Houston, she was an adult and still had an exploitive group of adults around her mm-hmm. of like yeah, yeah, family yeah. members around her. Like Whitney Houston wasn't signed till she was like 18, 19. She really didn't come out till she was like in her early twenties. So she was mm-hmm. technically an adult, you know, but yeah. she still was deeply taken advantage of, you know, so oh, there was sure. still some like gross mm-hmm. process that needed to happen there. So I don't, I don't know if it's strictly about the child, but I do think because they are children, there needs to be stricter regulations. And I think, there's a certain, I know for filmmaking, there's a certain number of hours a child can legally work on, like, union projects. Um, mm. And they have to have, you know, teachers on set if it's, like, a TV show. And um, I think it's a courteous thing to do to try to, like, get the kid out, get the, the child seen, mm-hmm. done as early as possible so that they can, like, go home and be with their families and, you know, be somewhat normal kind of thing. Um, I think that's what people try to do as much as possible or they try to like you know if there is a kid like on set they're not gonna like talk about like the strip club or whatever (laughs) you know they try to like make it child friendly I think there's places who try to do that as much as possible but there's also places who like don't don't care you know so that's a hard one that's a hard one I think no I think I think that's why that's why the industry still exists and I think that's why um obviously the industry is so successful that they I don't think they want to put limits on it so 
here we are. And think about how many children have made a lot of money for a lot of people. Like since the industry has mm-hmm. started, think about like Shirley Temple or Judy Garland. Like child yeah. exploitation. These Disney. industries has, yeah, Disney. These in these industries that were built on a lot of these companies were built on the backs of children, little children, mm-hmm. especially girl children. Um, yeah. So I think that it has always been a part of you know the industry to have children around and then we talk about like um something even more insidious which is like the little the parties that they would have where they were basically molesting little kids and you know you've heard people come out about those things um and like so i don't think that this is uncommon i don't i don't think that it's out of that's a dark part of the industry that i think the best thing you can do is as a parent advocate for your kid as well as if you are in a leadership position creatively advocate for children um and make those environments as safe for for children as possible it's super out of the norm so it's never gonna be normal but make it as safe and conducive and uplifting for children as possible you know what i mean i know that's something i would do i've never written anything with a child in that I would need to shoot with a child. And usually I try not to write things with Mm -hmm. kids because I'm just like, I don't want to put a child in that position. But Mm -hmm. I know I would be like fiercely protective of the child just because not only my own childhood, but I know that like it's a lot for adults. So it's it's a lot for a kid. So like that, that would be women and protecting women and children is always something that I would make sure that I would, I would be doing for sure. Not that men don't need to be protected, but we live in a patriarchy, so there. <laughs> yeah, I also think as adults, like it just looks different because you have the option to do that. You have the hopefully the um, the cognitive ability to make that choice and not make that choice. So remove yourself from that environment if you absolutely have to. Mm-hmm. Um, so as a child, you don't have that, and I think that's that's the key. You know. Yeah. Um, to should children be allowed or should they not be allowed so mm-hmm. it's honestly you hate to say this the kid is as good as the adults around you you know oh 100 that is in every case like your kid is a sponge of who you are as a parent and who you are as a person most of the time so it's usually copy and paste exactly for sure and then i mean i think there's things you can do even that aren't regulated to make things more comfortable. Like I was saying, like, okay, we're going to shoot the scenes with the kid earlier in the morning. Um, we're going to get those out of the way so that they can go home, be with their families or do whatever activity or know their school schedule. Okay. Well, so-and-so has school here and there. So this is when we're going to shoot said scenes with so-and-so, you know what I mean? Like there, those are just kind of like courteous things you can do. Um, or you can know uh, you can have like a special space like this like this is just for the kids like nobody mess with this space this area for the kids maybe like get their snacks or whatever like obviously you got to work but you want to make it as comfortable for them as possible because this is their childhood you know so I don't know so yeah well I guess that wraps up our episode on us being. Um, Doing PR, re- PR revamps. Okay, well, before know? we go, I want to know, who do you think is PR, who is getting it right? We talked about everybody that's getting it wrong. Who's getting it right right now? Okay. Um, I Obviously, Beyonce is getting it right, period. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I think, I don't know if she has a PR person, but I love Lori Hari. Yes, keep it up, girl. Yeah, Lori um, Hari. I think she's, she's killing it. I think 
We didn't I think Coco and Hallie's. Hallie's doing good. I think Hallie's killing it. I still think her PR is doing good. I think it's working for her. Yeah, they have her in a positive light, and they have her doing things that look good on her. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I give that to her. Um, who else? Um, hmm. I'm not gonna lie. I feel like Cardi B's manager—they're doing good too. Like she's in her wheelhouse. Yeah, you know. So I would have to say Cardi B. I think she's she does a really good good job. Um, and using what she comes with and what she can offer to make millions. Mm-hmm. Um, who else? Mm-hmm. I'm not really sure where Meg the Stallion is, but maybe her PR was just like, take a break. I hope so. After that last little smile, oof, that's all it's making. <laughs> that Tory Lane's thing that was wild. What do you think? Do you think um, the Kardashians' PR? They have such oh, a weird Chris PR scheme to me. I mean, Chris I know Jenner Chris is genius, got it on lock. Yes. I know she got it on lock, but like, it's still just like, I don't. That's what notorious to hire. Chris Jenner, yeah, for real. It's like Chris Jenner. I don't know she is notorious for turning a negative into a positive. Into <laughs> anytime, anytime. I mean, I, I think their ratings are going down. People aren't watching the Kardashians so much anymore. But she about to make a pivot. She gonna make a pivot. No, 100%. Watch, Let's watch. watch. Why do you think every single one of them has a brand? Every single one yeah. of them have a brand to sell something now. So right. it's like I really like I, the Kardashians will never be hurting. Let's be for real, never. And oh, I'm sure no, like no, the no, way Chris hurt. works, the way Chris works, I really feel like they have investments beyond what we could even possibly conceive. So it, like, it's like not even a worry. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's just not even a worry. But um, I, Chris Jenner, you need to be these people's managers. That's who who need to be that. Yep. Chris Chris. Is like, I'm strictly That's my favorite Kardashian. I love me some Chris Jenner. Chris Jenner said, I'm going to do this <laughs> times 15 bajillion. Every one of them kids got a darn deal. Every one of them a millionaire. Every one of them got <laughs> money. Every one of them got a business. I'm telling you, that's how you do it. And what is she doing? She manages them and then get money off of them. Genius. Genius. <laughs> Genius. And I mean, she's is, exploiting her kids to do it, but I mean. But is she really? I don't I mean, think she she's exploiting is. them. She's using she their is. benefits. Yes, but she's... That's not exploiting. She's, she's pimping her kids. You can say what you want. Chris Jenner has successfully no, redefined momager and pimping her kids out. Say what you want. No, I disagree. I think what she's done is... Because, like, every one of them has wanted to do different things. She hasn't, like, pushed them in any direction they did not want to go. She's like, if you want to do this, let me show you how to do this and let's make some millions doing it, girl. That's how your parents should well, be. I mean, Period. I'm not saying if you're gonna do it, do it. Yes, I'm just saying that I think though that like the kind of stuff they're doing is like, is it morally, ethically correct? Yes. Probably not. Because she's never but done anything like, that the kids did not want to do. Like all the kids were like, I'm yeah, interested. Like currently, make I'm talking about uh, from a Jenner, not Jenner. I know. Kendall, I'm just saying modeling. I know it's stuff that the kids want to do. I'm just saying, are they necessarily thinking about the greater good of society and their impact on society? No, they're getting their coin. But that's whose job is that? That ain't Chris Jenner's. That damn sure ain't going to be Caitlyn's job. So I can promise you that that's not my problem. That's just not my problem. So like I said, I, I love me some Chris Jenner, my favorite kind Kardashian. Of more, it's, it's, some of it is ethically. Un- I don't, I disagree. I disagree. I mean, okay, I, well, we agree to disagree because uh, and think, the thing is, like, I can see I she's think you have your responsibility for what you put out. She into did the world. that. 
Okay, I think, but here's the thing. As a manager, you are pretty much advising X, Y, and Z. What the client does, that falls back on them. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, that's your brand. And that's, I'm still going to collect my check. And that's what Chris saying. Do what you want, Kim. Make a point tape. We all going to make some money off of it. <laughs> I mean, she's doing, <laughs> let's she's, be honest. That's how the family got famous, but. Yeah, I mean, let's be I honest, think that's how the family got famous, but. I know, but I'm saying, but in that way, it's like, the tape wasn't already done. Most moms would be like, no. Most moms would be mortified. And she turned it into a but business. Here. I'm not saying it doesn't listen, benefit. Listen, 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 it's listen, just, listen. It's weird. Listen, it's weird. Linda, listen, Linda. Listen, Linda. Okay. What, think about it from this aspect. So you have somebody make a sex tape with, and they're like, you know what? I'm about to expose you. Baby, I'm going to get ahead of that, and I'm going to release it and get my money first. Yes, sir. I am. Now, first mistake was maybe you should make a sex tape unless you really want to, you know, obviously – you trust this person or maybe you keep the tape in your hands, right? But obviously that was not the scenario. So you better believe I'm putting it out first and I'm going to make some money off of it. If somebody is trying to blackmail me, baby, you ain't got to blackmail me. It's out. Easy. It's still easy. I don't think so. I don't think so. And everybody's out here getting a little wham, bam, thank you, ma'am, man, every now and again. So it, ain't that, it should not be that terrible. It really shouldn't. <laughs> I mean. I'm not a poke. Go Christian. Okay, Caitlin supports Christian. I'm not oh, opposed to her. Not a, I, think, I think the way she went about it is like, okay, so, some of it is like, well, I'm taking my daughter's as tape and doing something with it to make money and creating a name for herself. That in itself is like, it's. I guess it's working on us, but it pays the bills. I guess that's what it is. I don't know. But Baby, it's paying more than bills. It's paying for a luxurious <laughs> lifestyle. Okay. Just saying. But I don't know. I still think as a family collectively, they are not they don't take responsibility for what they put out into the world. And they have put out they have single handedly they have single handedly changed the like beauty standard, which has made a lot of people insecure. And made people go get these okay. BBLs and fill up their I mean, lips and do it. all this stuff. And like, there is a cultural ramification to them putting have themselves to take out that some way. Accountability, though, because nobody is forcing you to do anything. I nobody. agree, but I'm saying, like, I, I agree, but they made it I popular. Sure, you may have made it popular, but it, they made it popular, and I choose not to have a BBL. Like, that's my personal opinion. I agree. That's my personal They're prerogative to choose. You cannot say, and I don't even like the Kardashian, wrong. but you cannot say Kim Kardashian is making you get a BBL. That is wild. No, that's why. Saying, if she has I'm that much she impact is. on she your put, life, that's a problem with you, boo. That ain't got nothing to do with Kim. Kim is out to live her best life. I agree that Kim is not making anybody get a BBL. I'm just saying she okay. shifted the cultural image, which but makes people insecure. That, nah, you can't pin that all on Kim. That's not fair. I'm not pinning it totally on Kim. I'm saying that people like her have continued to shift the culture, which we all know that these industries are predatory and prey on people's insecurities and weaknesses. And, and so that's why it's good to have a, a Chris Jenner not prey on the insecurities. Those girls made that choice when they got older and they were doing that on their own. They had nothing to do with Chris. And had nothing to do with Chris. Chris is over here trying to kind of collect a dollar and live with her boyfriend, Corey. You're trying to live her best life. Okay, defend Chris Jenner then. Yeah, I think I still think I still think the I still think there's some ethical questions there, but I don't think so. Go ahead, like girl. If, if you had to do it anyway, I'm doing a Chris Jenner. Let my kid come to me and be like, "Hey, I want to do X, Y, and Z." I'm gonna have a nice little conversation. You want me to be a Chris Jenner? You want me to be a Britney Spears daddy? Let me know. <laughs> <laughs> Which one would you rather? Ocean and Ozzy, watch out. 
You already put them on YouTube. Yep. But they got to start paying some bills around here. You see what I'm saying? That's why you got to be a Chris. That's why you got to be a Chris because you got to have your own. (laughs) Them kids kids was millionaires like straight out the 20s. I'm I'm out the pooch. Seriously. (laughs) (laughs) It's just like genius, really. Really. Are you going to become a momager now? I mean, probably not because that's really not what I want to see with my life. But if I had to be, I feel like I would be a good runner up for Chris. What if it stopped, stopped making your kids happy? If your kids were like, what if, you know, around 21, Kim was like, you know what, mom, I really don't want to do this anymore. I want to be a teacher. But that's what I'm saying. That's what Chris did. Like Courtney, Courtney ain't really in the limelight like that because that's just like something that she enjoys. So what does she do? She lives rich and lives her own life doing her own thing. She comes in and pops in whenever she feels like her. She doesn't. Same thing with Chloe. Chloe's not as into it as like Kim. Kim is heavily into it. Kylie's heavily into it. And Kendall just does her modeling things. That's what I'm saying. I don't feel like it's exploitative because those are things that they genuinely enjoy doing. Kim didn't have to release no sex tape. Kim chose to do that. And nobody told her to make it in the first place. So as your manager, you got two options. You let him blackmail you and you are going to be the topic of the Sun News or you're going to be the topic of Sun News and make some money, honey. So let's get on out there and put it out. I don't see the issue. And it really shouldn't be that taboo. Like, geez, let the girl do her. I think they don't take responsibility for what they put out into the world. I disagree. I don't think it's a responsibility. I think it is always your responsibility of somebody to be concerned about what they put out into the world. Okay, to an extent, but like BBL is like, anybody could have did that. I mean, everybody's having to be, uh, you could say the same thing about Cardi B. She had to be BBL. Who else? Yes, and they BBL. should be responsible like, for what they put out into the world too. We're just so talking they about should be responsible for trying to feel good about themselves. No, I'm no, that's wild. That, that's blasphemy. That means the person who's getting it, you well, have okay, to be responsible what for your think, actions. What do you think about the Kardashians saying, "Oh, I've never had anything done," and they say that constantly? They're like, "Oh yeah, I've never had anything done." That's irresponsible. Oh, I mean, no, that's I just think lying. that's highly irresponsible. Like you ain't got no, you don't have to lie, honey. Like that's that's wild. But they that's do it wild. all the time. They do it all the time. And then like Kendall's Pepsi commercial, you know, the whole idea of like, oh, we can just solve Black Lives Matter with these with this one Pepsi can. Like, they've made serious you, missteps you wanna, in the media. I, and it's I like, agree. I don't know. But listen, 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 listen. The misstep is not with Kendall. The misstep is with Pepsi. You got undocked. The, the, the tension is directed in the wrong direction. Kendall is just getting checked. And I promise you, if they hit me with that, I might think about it too. Okay? So, I, I feel like... Well, we all know who's going to be a mama sure. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> And I just want you to know, Chris, I'm taking notes. So if you need a minty, I'm right here. Hide your kids, hide your wives, hide your animals, hide your husbands. Ocean and Ozzy, I'm out here. watch out and because you exactly. got a monitor on your list. hands. <laughs> exactly. And I also got a list here with Chloe Bailey, Britney Spears, and John Morant. Call me if you need me, period. Okay. Well, you know who else I think is getting it right? And you've already heard me talk about her, but her PR team is doing a good job. I think Samira Joy, the new jazz singer. Oh, yeah. You know, obviously, she's not. Not that she's like this. She's not obviously like as famous as like Beyonce or whatever, but she's definitely primed to be in that kind of elegant singer, songstress, really skilled space. And I think her PR team and she I don't know if her PR team is like as big, obviously, as other people, but. There, uh, she just released some new music today, and they're always putting out, you know, really cute and endearing videos of her. It's age appropriate. They got this like elegant, classy, cute, still young, hip thing kind of going for her that I think is really good. And 
is putting her music out there and you know she's getting some she's getting some major play so i think her team's doing a really good job and much success to her continued <laughs> love to see it yeah shout out to samira I like and she's her. also she's really very sweet and she's like. also talented and i think that's really hard to do in this world is like push somebody who actually can really sing and really you know do these things um because you know most things are just pr stunts now and i feel like her team is really working on like putting her out as a actually Shady. an artist a, well yeah, i mean that's the truth i'm not trying to be rude but like a lot of times they rely on trends and this looks cool or whatever but like they're really pushing like this is her voice this is how she sings and we're, we're crafting a brand i guess around that you know what i mean so. Yeah, but she's really like I think outside of like all of the logistics of becoming a star, she's just truly gifted, and so that definitely helps. That she truly has a gift that to offer the world, and we are happy to consume it. So that makes it a lot easier because she's not trying to make, um, make a like, like a, make something that's not you know. Yeah, she's direct contrast to Chloe Bailey to me, and not trying to be rude, but like. And even though they sing different genres, it's like, you know, Tamara has this gift, this talent, this skill that they really put a spotlight on and they shine that the the biggest, you know, and Chloe at this moment is doing more of the like trendy, trying to like make herself this kind of persona. And I think we see the difference. <laughs> That's all I'll say, you know. <laughs> wow Chloe has Sarah's Lana but yeah we love you Sammy go ahead girl <laughs> keep singing <laughs> I know, and I, you Not love to support people out, like honey. And you love to well I, you love to support people like that because you know they're really doing it you know yeah that's fair so. that's fair yeah okay well thank you guys for listening this was our PR crisis solving your celebrity PR crisis uh, mm-hmm. PR revamps. This PR revamps. This was fun. Love talking about how we can uh, shift shift the public narrative, you know, mm-hmm. and why a PR team really can. Out. Yes, and why a PR team can really, really get you. Uh, we can make get you or break right. your career. Make or break your career. Absolutely, it's all about marketing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Well, we yeah. hope to see you guys in the next one. Yes, thanks for listening. We'll talk to you guys in the next episode. Bye, everybody. Bye.